Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend Rafaela, who is known around the Taiwanese and LinkedIn community as Moon Rafaela Shu. 对的，今天我们来宾呢是一位来自菲律宾和台湾的混血美女 Rafi， 她来跟我们分享她创办的这一间叫做 Bright Sand Designs 的这个数位行销设计公司。My guest today is half Taiwanese and half Filipino. She is the CEO and co-founder of Bright Sand Designs. She is a lover of digital marketing, being a hustler, being a homeschool mother, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome my new friend, Rafaela. Thanks. A high five on the show. Okay. <laughs> welcome to Ng Ingwen. Thank you for making time out of your crazy life. I would love to chat a bit about your life and、okay. the company you founded, and just your hustle mentality as a founder in the marketing and design space. Okay. Yeah. So, can you give a little intro about yourself to our audience here on Ng Ingwen? Uh, I'm the CEO and founder, or co-founder of Bright Sun Designs, and I'm also a mom of a ten-year-old boy, not a baby anymore. I was gonna say baby. Yeah, I think that's me. Half Taiwanese, half Filipino. Can we start with kind of this hustle mentality that、okay. you have? We were talking off air a little bit about the fact that when you were what was it, twelve years old, <laughs> you started selling <laughs> website designs for. Pretty much like a MySpace, Facebook called Friendsters. Yes, yes.、Uh, it was a it was good money back back then.、Um, you were twelve years old. I was twelve. Yeah. Well, my mom didn't want to supply me money for my addiction on a game、um, Counter Strike. <laughs> You're <was> Counter Strike. <laughs> me too. I used to love Counter Strike. Oh my god.、Yes. Me too. At that age. Computer、yeah. Counter Strike. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Me、yes. too.、What? So my mom didn't want to give me money, so I needed to find、um, ways to get money on my own. So I tried to sell themes, and that took off. Surprisingly, surprisingly. <laughs> oh my goodness!、Yeah. I love that you you needed money for Counter Strike. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Because at those days, did you have to like go to like a games? I、like, need to go to a cafe, a cafe where、oh、everyone、God. else is a guy, and I'm the only girl, and I'm like yelling over there like a guy. I'm one of the guys back then. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, full on gamer.、It. Come on, you're full on Counter Strike. The PC version of Counter Strike was my favorite to this、I、day. Really, to、yeah. this day. To this day, because、oh, I've、wow. I've played like new stuff and all the you know the Call of Duties and stuff, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm an OG old school. Yeah, Counter Strike was、yeah. where I was at at、Back、a cafe, then, right? At a cafe, yes. Yeah. Oh, that is so so cool. <laughs> and so, like you said, you were selling themes for people's landing page,、yes. their their home page, exactly of their Friendster. <laughs> at twelve、yes. years old, so good. And so, thinking now, as you are the co-founder、mm. and CEO of Bright Sand Designs, what does your company actually do? What are you focusing on?、Uh, okay,、um, we focus on marketing as a service. Really,、uh, it's just us plugging into businesses and acting as their marketing team. It's kind of fun, right?、Uh, you get to learn about the business, the ins and outs,、uh, and then you just start marketing them. Website,、um, social media, SEO, all the good stuff. 
best part is rebranding. <laughs> yeah, the rebranding of the company. Yes. And that's, that's so cool the that they give you that, you know, trust. Right, you know? right. Yeah, it's not easy because um, you need to establish to them that you are capable of actually doing that because, you know, it, it's hard to trust someone online, right? So as long as you have the, I guess, the background, the history and Somehow you get to prove yourself. I, I guess that's how they start trusting you a little. Yeah, yeah. Go and from it, there. You can go from there. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah, so you were doing the SEO side. You're yeah. essentially rebranding them. Yes. You're bringing them into the digital age. <laughs> digital or age. Or essentially upgrading if they already are digital. Exactly, yes. Yeah. But for most, most of the companies, really, um, to this day or to this point, they didn't really care much about their online presence and then pandemic hit mm -hmm. <laughs> so then they started venturing out of just the mom and pops and yeah focused on making it big yeah online <laughs> yeah and you're there to help so yes and we're there to that's help that's a nice little silver lining for your company yeah and so thinking about you as a as a founder and ceo mm. We were speaking off air you just have always had that mentality of like i don't want to work for someone else Exactly. And what would you say was the full inspiration to beginning your own company and now acting as the, the boss, the CEO? I think it was really just me trying to get out of the, I guess, corporate world as well. Um, I realized that it was definitely not for me because I didn't like the politics of being in a corporate world. And for you to be able to make it in the corporate world, you have to somehow dive in politics and i didn't like that you know i in our business now i really focus more on having a couple of clients and just growing with them that's that's our target growing with them and having just a couple i don't want hundreds of clients no that's not the goal we want like 10 20 clients and that's basically it and then we go grow with them as i've said Mm, yeah. yeah and that's so pure and kind of getting to see their growth exactly but doing it from kind of the back seat of like hey let's not get too involved with the company politics of exactly. it exactly let's just make your company beautiful and and grow it right and, yeah and and have more reach for their vision and so how did your partner and you meet i think you were saying off air you guys met online right <laughs> yeah we still haven't met in person in real yes, life you guys yeah. are completely online, online partners partners exactly. amazing yeah so um i interviewed her as a replacement for me <laughs> as a replacement for me um and then we just took off love of first sight you know what i mean it was platonic <laughs> it's platonic but it was really just love of first sight um we I, I don't think i interviewed her to be honest during our first call i don't think i interviewed her i think i just started asking about her just her as a person mm -hmm. and just talking about nonsense it was that kind of interview where you just like this person so much she got hired and then a few months later she left the company and i offered her the business of a lifetime <laughs> amazing yeah that's so organic yes yeah, so you, you had to fill a position for a company you were leaving yeah <laughs> and you were like wow this is my sister from another mister yes and then you were like after she decided she that wasn't the best fit for her you were like hey let's start a business yes amazing and you guys have never met in real life not yet wow we're looking forward to that we have so many plans but 
pandemic, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pandemic. Wow, that's so cool. So where is she based? Uh, she's based in the Philippines, Bacolod. It's a small town in the Philippines. Okay, okay. Wow, yeah. that's so, so cool. <laughs> I love that. And so thinking a little bit about the future, mm -hmm. as you said, yeah, you know, now establishing this portfolio, getting credibility as CEO and founder, what's the future look like for you? So we are actually, or I'm with my kid, um, we're planning to move somewhere, planning to move to South America. So that's that and maybe establishing a base over there and catering because we are already catering most of um, this uh the u.s market so i guess it's good to have a base somewhere close by in a way i don't know we're not 100 sure and uh, on top of that business wise my business partner and i were trying to get to another business more this time more eco <laughs> something like that right so we'll see we'll see nice yeah, yeah. some eco eco-friendly startups are uh -huh. I'm all for that right now. So right. I wish you nothing but oh, success you. with that. And hopefully you can keep developing the portfolio and everything for Bright Sand Designs. 前面访谈一开始的 B N 他们不是有讲到说，在来宾才十二岁的时候，就因为很爱打 Counter Strike， 好，就是我们说的这个电脑游戏 C S， 很爱打 C S。但是因为打这个游戏要钱啊，所以为了要筹资金打电动，对电脑非常有天分的他，就开始做网页设计，帮当时很红的那个 Friendster， 好，就是有点像现在的脸书，但是比脸书还要早出现的一个这个网络社群平台。好，帮他们平台上的用户的那个首页做背景主题设计，然后去网咖那边找打游戏的玩家来卖来赚外快。那这边讲这个首页啦、网页设计还有背景主题这些，他们的英文说法我们来学一下。好，首页呢，除了大家常听到这个 home page， 也可以用这边教人说的 landing page。那背景主题通常的用字都是 theme。网页设计的话呢，一般会说 web design。好，再来提到的是来宾 Rafi 他创立的建议公司 Bright Sand Designs， 他们所承办的业务，除了帮客户的网站和他们的社群媒体做行销以外，在服务的过程中呢，他们在对商业运作的来龙去脉也可以有更多的认识，真的是可以说是一举两得啊！哈，有照顾到客户的需求，又能够增长见闻，学学到更多他们产业里的妹妹嘎嘎。而且在 rebranding 在品牌重建这一块，因为同样也是他们的服务重点，帮了不少本来不想走网络行销的一般小型店家冲阵旗鼓，开拓了更多新的生意机会。来，这段我们听一个到地到不行的字 ，mom and pops。好，这个字如果你给它拆开来看的话，是妈妈和爸爸，哈，对不对？但其实呢，它表达的是那种比较家庭式、夫妻一起经营的小店家，像家庭理发厅啦、家庭杂货店、小吃店等等。另外一个也想要介绍给大家的片语是 the ins and outs。好，如果你有去过加州的话，可能在想说，哎，这是这是不是在讲他们那边好吃到爆表的那个汉堡啊？好，不是啦，那个汉堡店叫做 In and Out， 有一种快进快出、送餐点餐速度很快的意涵在。但是这边这个 The Ins and Outs 表达的是事情的来龙去脉。例如刚才 Rafi 说，他们在协助客户的同时，也可以了解这种生意企业的 Ins and Outs， 就是在讲这个意思。好，基本上就是把原本的介系词 in 跟 out 变成名词用法，然后在后面加上复数的 s， the ins and outs， 就变成是在讲事情的里里外外、来龙去脉。
。那这种用法其实很常见哦，而且非常非常的到底实用。像这一句 "The whys and wherefores" 也是这样子，意思就是理由、原因。那另外一个也跟这种用法很类似的是 "The do's and don'ts"。好，它指的是该做和不该做的事情。简单来说，就是事情的准则规矩。好的 ，do's and don'ts。好，那接着 Rafi 讲到的是，他因为觉得普遍公司企业都弥漫着一种办公室政治，一种一种呃、uh, workplace politics、office politics， 就觉得嗯不太适合他，也比较想要自己当老板而不是当上班族，所以才会成立了这间行销公司，而且还在网络上面试了一位志同道合的朋友，两个一起合作。虽然说现在两个合伙人到现在都还没有见过面呢，但是两个人就一拍即合。未来呢，希望他在和儿子搬到南美洲之后呢，可以开发更多客户，开发其他像是环保、eco-friendly 的,的市场。好啦，那这段内容就先在这里告一段落。我们赶快继续听下半段的分享。So you mentioned earlier in the show you are half Taiwanese,、mm-hmm. half Filipino.、Mm-hmm. So where do we begin from there? Craziness. <laughs> Growing up in a family where you know you have to, I guess, adopt. Because、um, my mom, or at least my grandfather, is also not from the Philippines, right? So it's a little bit of mixed.、Uh, need to, need to learn a couple of dialects in the Philippines,、um, and that was not good enough. I needed to learn English too, <laughs> and as you know, English crazy. So yeah, it's it's been a, a wild ride, but you know, I'm I'm here, right? I'm trying to adopt my dad's, I guess, hometown. I would say. So and I, I love it so far. So no complaints. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thinking about that, so you spent the majority of your life in the Philippines, correct? And then your father is Taiwanese, and so now you are back in Taiwan,、yeah. just to kind of get closer to his side of the family, or or what was the reason for that? Yes, that, and also I wanted to. I guess at first, honestly, I wanted to learn more about Taiwan. I wanted to learn a little bit about the language, but then I needed to transition because that's exactly when I started the business as well. And having clients not based in Taiwan, I needed to learn a lot of other things. Other than the ones I initially planned to to adapt or to learn, I've traveled quite a bit here in Taiwan, so that's great. But I wish I could do more. You know what I mean? Right now, I'm I'm working online, home based, and I'm homeschooling. Everything is home. Sick of it, but hey, <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, and just so everyone's listening, to remind everyone, so you are a a co-founder. You're the CEO. You're also homeschooling your son,、yeah. who is ten years old, and at some tricky schooling. <laughs> and so, can you share with our audience? Yeah, what was the decision to homeschool your son and be his、okay. homeschool teacher? It started when we moved to Taiwan. Actually,、uh, we live in a part of Taiwan in Shulin, so there were no、uh, English schools, no immersion, no nothing. So I thought that maybe I should just homeschool. And back then, we didn't really have the online teacher kind of thing because that was pre-pandemic. So we didn't have that, and I didn't like to. I didn't like the idea of having like a curriculum that I needed to follow. Because、uh, for one, we're not 
or at least I'm not really a very religious person and most of the curriculums are based in religion and I didn't like that so I tried to do independent homeschooling which means I needed to teach my kid <laughs> yes so he's um he's a very independent kid though so I'm I'm really thankful for that he studies for the most part he learns on his own and he's one of those kids who are very curious amazing yeah. wow and so you have to find all the projects that he has to do mm. and make his curriculum for him yeah well yeah. Yeah, uh, we do have like a umbrella school, I would say, based in the U.S. Um, and then, well, they do nothing other than give us grades. Yeah, so like give you maybe like an idea of which direction yes. you're gonna go. Okay. Yes. So wow, so it's very flexible like that. Yeah, it's very flexible. I I purchase the books based on my research. I do a research before, you know, diving into the school year. I check which which books are most of the homeschoolers, independent homeschoolers are recommending, and then we start from there. That's incredible. That's, mm. I can't believe that you have made time out of your schedule to come to my office today. You are so busy. Holy cow. <laughs> and so thinking then about your language, maybe with his language, with mm. your son's language, are you teaching him everything in English at this moment? Yes, yes. Unfortunately, he only speaks English. Mm. But he does understand Filipino, um, both Tagalog and uh, Visayan, which is my dialect. Yeah. So he does understand. He picks up a little bit every now and then, but not really, you know, not like me. And he's trying to learn Spanish as well. We're doing Spanish um, since, you know, the move. So, yeah. Amazing. A little bit of Taiwanese when my dad is here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. He speaks yes. Taiwanese. Yeah. Yes, a little bit of Taiwanese. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. Wow. That is incredible. And so thinking about that, because your English had to develop when you were in the Philippines, mm. and now you're teaching all in English. <laughs> and so have you noticed maybe some things that your son has, some kind of maybe tips and advice for our audience, like what has helped you with English and okay. what has helped your son with English? I think really just watching more um, English movies, I would say that really helped me as a kid. I was really fascinated with Disney. So everything was in English, right? English, everything. And that really helped with my language. And also I needed to speak in English to my dad. That really helped me out. But what helped me out the most was when I moved to the U.S. That was a really big move for me. And that was that was really a great thing to learn English for once. Uh, culture immersion was was amazing. You know, it, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you were saying off air, you have something, you know, some fun, <laughs> fun, some fun stories. So first of all, when, what year did you move or how old were you when you went to the States? And yeah, can you hmm. share that story with us? I think I was 18. I was so young. Nice. Yeah, I was so young. I was 18. I moved there and then... To Delaware, right? <laughs> to Delaware. Oh my gosh. Please look that up on yeah. a map, guys. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I worked as a cashier at that time. Uh, but I worked in a chocolate store in front of the beach. Come on. That's yeah, amazing. Great store. Free right? chocolate, free toffee. Free chocolate. Yes, yes. It was amazing. And um, on my first week, so there's this southern woman purchasing a Hi, taffy. Hi, darling. How you yes. doing? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, what is she saying? I did not understand anything. Oh, my God. And she spoke so fast. And then she got mad. 
she got really, really mad. Because I didn't Karen. understand. Karen. She's a Karen. She's a Karen. <laughs> She's a Karen. I know. She got really mad because I didn't understand what she was saying. And then my boss came in and she was, and he was like, yeah, it's his, it's her first week here. And she's all, already doing great. And she was so sorry. She was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But I still didn't understand her. <laughs> yeah, that's Southern English dialect. <laughs> oh my is, God. Is so and when they talk real fast with that sudden drop, they're going to go. It was it was like a song. It was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I really, I oh did not pick goodness. up a word. I, I bet, swear. I bet. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And there now, look at you. We're just joking. You're like a comedian on the side over here too. It's been hilarious to see. You're like you're just like talking trash. I love it. Well. What an incredible story you have, and wow, I'm just blown away. I didn't realize before we started this interview that you were homeschooling, homeschooling. your son. <laughs> That's all live. This is all real reaction. I didn't know. <laughs> and look at that. Well, i so grateful to get a chance to meet you, and thank you for making time oh. for us today here on NG Ingwen. Thank you. And hopefully your uh, your son can join us on the show next time. Oh, my gosh. We'll I think you'll regret that. <laughs> I never said it. I never said it. <laughs> awesome. Well, can you share where people maybe can find you on LinkedIn and where okay. they can find your website and everything? Sure. Um, I think my LinkedIn name is Rafaela Moon Rafaela Su, and then um, website is www.brightsandesigns.com. <laughs> bright sand because um, most of the sand in the Philippines are pretty bright, so They're, I guess yeah, that's that where it started. Sand. Yeah, it was okay. white, white, white sand. So bright. Sand. Bright sand yeah. designs. designs. Yes. Yeah. If you need a, a facelift for your company yes. <laughs> or your landing page, check it out. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to El Nido too. That's oh, yes. that's where I love to go when I'm in the Philippines. Oh my El God. Nido is amazing. Yeah. Amazing diving there. Awesome, Rafaela. Well, thank you again for joining us and making time. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and we will talk to you next time. 下半段这边 ，Rafi 分享到说，他是台湾和菲律宾混血，所以从小都在菲律宾生活。那除了要学当地的方言以外呢，也要学英文。但因为爸爸是台湾人，现在就是搬回来台湾这边住。一来可以跟台湾的亲人都有点认识，二来呢也可以学一些中文，了解我们台湾的风土民情。只是因为疫情的关系，大部分时间都是在家里工作。加上他们住的地区没有全英文的学校，所以他就索性呢自己在家里教小孩当儿子的老师，反正也都是已经在家工作了，也没差。<笑>加上他也不喜欢去按照课程计划走，虽然说这样子的教育方式好像嗯蛮随性的哦，但是其实还是一样有一个类似方针的学习指标，还有在跟随美国一种在家自学的教育体系。跟着他们的这个学习教育方式走，而且他也都有在跟其他父母做交流，所以基本上孩子还是算有在教育的轨道上，而不是就只是哎小孩哎十岁了，怎么还在家里没有去上学？而且他除了跟妈妈是用英文上课以外，也还有在学西班牙文跟台语哦，感觉每天的课表应该是蛮丰富的。这边我们说的这个在家自学，它的英文说法是 homeschool。好，就是家庭学校世界，就是你的教室这样子，可能在西方国家比较常见吧。我想，不过最近几年好像在台湾、在亚洲也有，呃，慢慢越来越多的现象。好，而且孩子在家自学吸收到的东西，好像也不比在学校少。来，我们看这个字 ，homeschool。好，这个字呢，它跟一般动词一样，可以是主动，也可以是被动。例如 ，Rafi 说 ，She homeschools her kid。哦，还有 her kid is homeschooled， 
因为他提到了一个 Umbrella School， 是美国的一个专门提供在家自学的教育体系，从小学到高中的课程都有。如果刚好有在考虑这种教育方式的爸爸妈妈，说不定可以上网搜寻一下，参考参考哦。再来 ，Rafi 分享到他小时候很爱很爱看迪士尼电影，里面的英文台词、英文对话，对那时候他学英文有非常大的帮助。只是最大的帮助呢，还是后来十八岁搬到美国之后，整个大环境的改变呢，又更提升了他的英文能力。哎，讲到他在美国的生活啊，他刚不是有提到说，那时候是住在东岸纽泽西州南部的 Delaware。好，那有一天在打工的时候呢，因为听不懂某位客人在讲什么，竟然就把对方惹火嘞。而且没想到呢，这位客人还是一个现在美国网络很流行讲的 Karen。啊，就是很爱以自己是白人为优势，然后到处耍大牌、欺负有色人种的中年美国白人妇女，基本上就是自以为的无理取闹这样子。可能在社群平台上都会看到，在跟店家大吵大闹，要找人家那个经理出来理论，然后还被路人侧录下来的那一种，有点类似我们讲的大妈啦。<笑>那如果是男生版的话呢，就会是 Ken， 好 ，Karen and Ken。哎，各位听众朋友，今天这个 Karen Can 系列大概是目前节目开播以来，哎，我们分享到最到底的字吧。好了，有点夸张，但是这真的是很实用。只是如果有谁的名字刚好就叫做 Karen， 那大概会想要改名了吧。<笑>好，那希望大家都有从这次的内容学到一些东西。有兴趣的话呢，可以到 Rafi 他们的 Bright Sand Designs 他们的网站去看看行销服务哦。<laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG NG English I C R T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from six thirty to seven, and Wednesday night. From nine to nine thirty, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦。感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。